0: Welcome in pile, 7 o'clock, Jim along with the Buckeye Boyd from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet York Studios. Most trusted name in automobiles, thanks for joining us today on this very, very snowy day. District 51 schools running about two hours behind, Delta County, same deal. See, Montrose closed or behind, Buckeye? Do you remember what uh, Libby Pelveteer said? I do not. I want to say closed, but do not hold us to that. We yeah. will confirm that. So, drive very carefully today. Roads are roads are nasty. Mm-hmm. So, there's a one about a Wednesday with Talon Wine. Something you need to complain about today. Get off your chest. Text or call us, 970-242-1340. Hope you had a lovely Valentine's Day yesterday. Refer to Monument Boys. The gift they get on Valentine's Day is a Southwestern League championship with a win last night. Knocking off uh, Central. A couple really good games last night. Close games. Five-point win for the of Girls. Mm-hmm. And goes to double overtime for the uh, Central boys losing to Furda Monument. Uh, congratulations to the Wildcat boys. Their first league title since 2019-2020. That season. Yep. So for Jake Aguirre and his team, congratulations on uh, the win last night. Fruita girls can clinch a league title Friday when they play Durango. Beat the demons, 30-28, The last time they played at Fruita, but you know, going to Durango, you never know what's going to happen there. It's yeah, it's eight on five
1: usually. Years. It's
0: an interesting place to play. Mm-hmm. Played there myself a couple times back in the day, so I understand what that's like. Called many a game mm-hmm. there and went, what what was that? What are they? What, are they, what Was it football, basketball, tiddly winks, whatever, yeah. Jenga? It's uh, always a challenge when you go to Durango. Speaking of back in the day,
2: back in the day-er, more back in the day or today. Happy birthday.
0: Oh, thank you. Appreciate it.
2: I know Ron was running a victory lap for being the first one telling <laughs> you. I was saving it for the show. That way it can be proven to other people that I did do it.
0: Does it matter if you're first yes. to do it? To Ron, it does. Apparently it did. Well, it was... But he, he's got a show to do. He's over a monkey. He's got a show to do. I'm, I don't think he was eight trying to minutes muscle of in. the hour. They
2: talk. Over he was not
0: trying to muscle in on your territory there, champ. Come no, on. You,
2: I I was saving it for the show.
0: Well, I was I was fine with that. Yeah. I'm not I'm not offended, and it's not like <sighs> How come has and told me happy birthday yet. <sighs> no, no. Uh, I just <laughs> want everybody to know that
2: I heard Ron. And you, when you said you, he was the first person to do it.
0: Well, he we was all, the... We all heard that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Happy birthday. Well, he was the first person, in the building, to say it to me this morning. Who lets morning. the
2: facts get in the way of a good story? I mean,
0: Chris Britt was second. So I'm the only one that did it on the air, though. And you, you, so and you are the only one that's done it on the air, and that's fine. That's congratulations. Yep. I...
2: <laughs> it's it's
0: all about content. It's all about being first you, you want to keep this winning streak going don't you yeah. from sweeping everything yep the picks on the show to our picks for mm-hmm. pile picks you can pick them we hope to announce a winner today we are waiting on one other bit of information to come in from the people that do our website yeah this is not always us this is mm-hmm. a, we have a company that manages these things because there's a lot to manage with it yeah so we hope to uh, announce was the Sunday? Today. they
2: were off over the weekend so
0: uh, you know. exactly Nothing going on. So text or call us today. It's a whine about it Wednesday. Apparently Buckeye's whining that Ron got in here first and told me happy birthday today. So apparently that's a problem for you.
2: He just couldn't wait to do it on the air. He he
0: just did it off the air. That's all. Do you want me to give you more value in your on-the-air birthday greeting than his off-the-air birthday greeting? I think mine's a little more valuable, yeah. More people are hearing it. Yeah. I, I will agree with you on that. So mm-hmm. if you if you want to I'm gonna as, take it. If yeah. you if you want to tie some greater value mm-hmm. to you doing what you did, wishing yep. me happy birthday on the air, then okay, fine. Yeah. You can do that. If you, and it's you me, I think so.
2: it's more valuable than most <laughs> others anyway. Uh,
0: anyway, thank you. You're welcome.
2: Short night last night. So
0: this is a short night. Uh, can- <laughs> <laughs> uh kitty this morning, kitty you're cracking me up. When are you guys going into your four days of darkness? <laughs> what a unit. That's referring to Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. which we've got some Aaron Rodgers coming up around the NFL top of the eight o'clock hour, where he decides to criticize our industry. And you know, it has to be you know if it's if it's if it's coming from his inner circle. Mm-hmm. And it's not somebody that's in his inner circle.
2: I, I just nobody in my inner circle's leading, leaking brother.
0: The I was waiting for the a more, brother. The more he talks, the less I like him. I used to I used to like him. I used to thought he was kind of quirky and mm-hmm. could be a little surly, but a little snarky. But
2: I just now he's, he's just kind of a tool.
0: He's just a giant tool. Who has no self-awareness that he is such a giant tool that nobody... I know, is this some persona that he's trying to put on? Well, if you're trying to get people to not like you, you're doing a bang-up job, Aaron. Keep it up. Good
2: job. Usually, the persona, the put-on goes the other way, right? Right. I'm unlikable, but I'm going to make everybody think that I am likable. Right. Usually, that goes the other way.
0: But not in the case of Aaron Rodgers... I'm just kind of thinking this is kind of who he's always really been. Mm-hmm. And it's, or he's grown, he's grown into this. Yeah. I think there's always been a little bit of it.
2: It feels it was, like he watched the last dance two summers ago,
0: and, three summers ago. Instead of leaning lean into that hard. And that, got
2: inspired on just yeah. how to be unlikable. You know, he's going the Michael Jordan route. But um, he's not I, Jordan. No, he's not Jordan.
1: He doesn't and have six rings. He's... Jordan
2: doesn't care if you don't like him. And he kinda never and he kinda never he kinda never has, and yeah. you probably shouldn't, because he's just kind of a
0: jerk. Tremendous player. Tremendous <laughs> player. All he's One of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time. Yep. But not exactly a wonderful human a being.
2: Terrible teammate.
0: Yeah. And not a great human being. Not a, a great
2: ways. human being. Aaron Rodgers is like that, but he cares, right? He cares that people don't like him for some reason. Yeah. He doesn't
0: try to be likable, and then cares that people don't like him. Then, there's like, then he gets upset that you don't like him. Right. Because he says stupid stuff that irritate yeah. people. It's
2: like, damn, he's irritating. What, he, what do you mean?
0: Had, and he had to lean back into all the COVID stuff. And I got the clip coming up later on. It's just, it's just, come on.
2: There used but, to be a point with his Tuesday appearance on McAfee where I was like, okay, let's see what Aaron Rodgers is going to say. Right. Now I'm like, I don't need it.
0: There there are two things he does say, though, that's shockingly, I kind of agree with a little bit. Uh-oh. When we play the whole clip, you'll understand where, where I'm going. Overall, he's a giant tool. Mm-hmm. But there are two things he says I kind of go, okay. Yeah. I could. But, but there's a caveat to it. It's okay, yeah, you're right about that, but there also has to be this that's part of, of mm-hmm. what you're talking about here. I don't want to blow it all up because it's... Part around the NFL at the top of the eight o'clock hour. We call that a tease. Yeah. You have to wait to hear what he's going to say. Professional. Exactly. So that's, like, a couple of things. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm I'm not entirely in disagreement with you. He just comes off as such a self absorbed, narcissistic D bag. Mm -hmm. And look, Russ may have his issues. Russ may be dorky. There's the, now the, the, Reports out about his charity, which maybe not all that money is being properly dispersed. Which a lot of cases, it's not the athlete; it's the people who run it that don't right. necessarily do it right. It's a charity that Sierra and, and Russ have for kids that is now you know come under it's been under scrutiny for a while mm-hmm. about how how much the money actually goes to these children's programs that the that they are involved with. That happens a lot. It's it's not. It is not on the same level as as Brett Favre asking for state welfare funds to build a volleyball arena. Right. It's allegedly. D- allegedly. But we don't if-
2: want to get sued. But Russ. Allegedly.
0: Russ and all this dorkiness and sometimes maybe kind of phony kind of thing. At least he's not this. At least he's not right. Aaron Rodgers. Russ,
2: you know what? He's He's a phony. It's all a put on. He comes across as disingenuous. But he's still kinda likable. You
0: still kinda like the guy. You still like the guy. I don't go, wow, what an absolute jerk. You're like he's a dork. It just wears. He's on over you. eager. Yeah. You know, that that kind of stuff. Okay, fine. And that doesn't make him mm-hmm. a, a he's bad a swirly guy. waiting to
2: help it, waiting to happen. Yeah. But he's still kinda likable underneath it all.
0: And there's there's a little he's a little bit narcissistic. I mean, there's a little bit oh, yeah. there. Let's let the see high that. knees
2: on the plane, working yeah. while everybody else is sleeping. You know, you know,
0: Tommy tryhard. You know yeah. what I mean? Look look at what I'm doing. You know, look at look at me. I'm doing high knees in the plane to London. Mm-hmm. Instead and, of sleeping. And what do are, are you guys the week. what are you guys doing? Yeah. Sleep but but it's not but, but he's not the he's not the same guy as Rogers. Rogers has turned into such an absolute unlikable human being. And let's not forget, Russ has won his Super Bowl more recently than Rogers. That is very true. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he's got the market corner and likability. Does he not at this point in his career? He came off as super likable on Kimmel's appearance. Yeah, he just—he just. I mean, once again, not gonna not gonna like his team, but damn, I respect him and I like him as a person. You know, his, his brother's
2: a jabroni. His
0: brother's an a- absolute tool. His wife's an agent, so you got to kind of
2: keep that in mind with all of her shenanigans, right? Yeah. And agents are just naturally unlikable. I like Patrick, though. He's a good dude. Seems like a good dude, good teammate, great player. Yeah. Seems like Josh a, kind Allen. of a really chill dad. Josh you know? Allen
0: seems like a good guy. Yeah.
2: Joe Burrow, he's irritating, yep. but he just he, he seems like a nice
0: person. Justin Herbert. Good dude, great hair. Derek Carr seems like a good guy. He doesn't seem yeah. like a bad person. I mean, they're the, like the right guys you just go, oh. With ugh. Derek Carr's
2: accent, though, he needs to go play for the Texans. He does. Deep in hard Texas.
0: <laughs> well, he, might get, heart. he might get close. Close. Might, New Orleans, yeah. Might be, might be close. A different
2: type of accent, though. He might yeah. have to spend a couple well, of seasons okay. brushing well, up on that. Wasn't
0: Bobby A like central casting? Wasn't Bobby A the perfect guy to be in New Orleans? Oh yeah. When he was the Saints quarterback. It was like that was like central casting yep. just to have Bobby A be the quarterback mm-hmm. of the Saints back in the day.
2: Big, tall, square-head, Cajun name. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So, as a wine about it Wednesday? I guess we've What did we solve? here? <laughs> Absolutely nothing this morning. Absolutely nothing. But do uh, exercise caution today at uh, the roads are Yeah, it's a little are, slippery out are there. Not great. They're not great at all. All right. So text or call us Wine about a Wednesday 970-242-1340. Somebody's going to win a bottle of Talon wine today. Whatever you're pulling out of the oven, probably nothing off the grill today. Well, maybe you're maybe you're out there firing up the grill on, on your patio. It's uh, always
2: grilling weather.
0: Yeah, you could always I, yeah, I you can always make it. Did happen. that yesterday. Grilled mm-hmm. a couple steaks yesterday out on the on the patio. All right, so text or call 970-242-1340. We'll talk with uh, District 51 Phoenix girls wrestling coach Chad Dare. Yes, the Boys Wrestling State Tournament starts tomorrow in Denver, but so does the girls' state wrestling tournament. And we'll talk with Chad Dare. Here in the Valley, the Phoenix have the most wrestlers competing, 10 wrestlers. Yeah, And so we will uh, talk with Chad Dare coming up later on this hour. Also, uh, Mile High Sports Radio's Cody Rourke will join us no Connor McGehee today. Connor yesterday texted me and said, yeah, we're going to be getting in late. And then I said, okay, well, we can pass. He's like, well, no, it won't be that bad. And then he texted me last night. Yeah, it's going to be that bad. We're going to in much later than I thought. So no Connor McGehee today. We hope to maybe have Chris Dempsey on. Conrad Villafuerte had a really good opening weekend for the Maverick baseball team. He'll be joining us about 940 this morning. Mavs are supposed to play Southern New Hampshire tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know. I, Unless I, President Marshall gets a dome built. I uh, don't know if that's going to happen. I do
2: have a question about
0: <laughs> But Connor, you never though. know around right here. Sun comes out tomorrow, burns all the snow off. <laughs> we mm-hmm. could be playing baseball at 2.30 tomorrow. You never know.
2: And I know this is going to get me in trouble because you're going to sell me out on this when we have him on next.
0: No, no I will what, what? Where
2: no. were they coming in from last night? They played at home.
0: Who? The Avs. You said they were going to be, he, flying, he said. They're, fly, they're flying too.
2: Oh, gotcha. No, they're okay. flying.
0: No, they were flying last night to Minnesota.
2: You, again, the way it made it sound, Connor said they're it, getting in late. I'm like, in for, they were at home.
0: No, they're getting into their, sorry. I where got in late last no, night. No, where they're right going.
2: The this morning. God, okay, I'm with you now.
0: Oh, oh, wow. See? See? That's Yep. Captain Martyr, Thanks for joining the show today, Captain Martyr. I almost didn't. I'm like,
2: <laughs> you know what? cake you're on deck but he was here just as late yeah and the afternoon snooze would strike again so i i i came in i man
0: Oh. No. No. see i think i got done late the last week doing basketball and mm-hmm. managed to make it in too so good good for you yeah glad i set the example to mm-hmm. be in here the next day after calling a a yep. night game sure did no i just there, i didn't they know were they were flying yeah. out yeah they were going to get in late to where they were going to. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. That's where I was heading with that. Because so I was like, oh, like "Where? They no, not at home? No, they were get they were traveling." That's okay. what that after, okay, after the game. Yeah, that's probably provided more clarification on my part. So, and for that, I, I apologize. You. Okay, we good now? Yeah, I just i I didn't realize they were going to be
2: on the road tonight. I thought they were playing Minnesota at home tonight. Like where? I mean,
0: what did look, are at home tonight. So. Yeah. Do you go down? I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. I. They could go play a Magnus. There's a go, lot going on. <laughs> they can't, can't always keep all of it they, straight. No, that's no, true. I look. Yeah. Look, I I'm I did poor math mathematic uh, computations on uh, what my mom and dad were doing on Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, put this way, when I was born. Hmm. It was not a happy no, it was probably a happy I'd like to think it was a happy going to be a happy Valentine's day it very painful Valentine's but not day. exactly yes a yeah a physically pleasurable valentines period for my Was mother. it close
2: to being actually Valentine's Day did I you just think, leak over into
0: the 15th I think is I think it, it just kind of leaked over into the 15th I yeah I see so it's close yeah it was very close very close All right it's time for what's happening Brought to you by our friends at ComWest. At ComWest, they're your technology partner. They help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. For example, if you've got issues with network support, cybersecurity, backup and disaster recovery, surveillance, and business phone systems, they put in our business phone system, and it's amazing here at the radio station. They're your technology service partner. Call them today, ComWest, 970-242-8142. All right, we start things out with last night, the Avalanche. For the second week in a row, the Stanley Cup champions drop a game to the team they beat for the Cup last season after getting beat at Tampa Bay 5 to nothing last Thursday. Colorado had their rematch with the Lightning last night in Denver. The ass fell to Tampa Bay 4-3 to in the shootout as Nathan McKinnon, Arturi Lekinen, and Dennis Malgun scored goals. For Colorado. Tonight, the Nuggets play their final game before the All-Star break. They host Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving and the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Pre-game at 6-30 with Jason Kosminski on the Team Sports Network. Cutterman, Rockies, pitchers and catchers report today to Scottsdale, Arizona for spring training. Position players report on Monday to talking stick, but outfielder Randall Gritchik won't be among them. The thirty-one-year-old underwent surgery recently for a bilateral sports hernia and he will miss about six weeks. Gritchik had surgery for a sports hernia back in 2015 when he played for the St. Louis Cardinals, covered acquired Gritchik in a spring training trade last season with Toronto that sent outfielder Raimel Toppy to the Blue Jays. is expected to split time in center field with Jonathan of the season. Catch Rockies baseball this spring on the team. Sports Network, a couple of NFL notes from yesterday. The Las Vegas Raiders released quarterback Derek Carr. He is now a free agent. Also, the Indianapolis Colts announced the hiring of Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen. We'll have more on both those stories coming up and around the NFL at 8 o'clock this morning. The Fruto Monument basketball team swept Central on senior night as the Wildcat girls take another step toward repeating as Southwestern League champs while the Fruto boys clinch the league title in a double overtime thriller. The Fruita Monument girls beat the Warriors 40-35 to behind a game-high 19 from Liv Campbell. The win moves Fruit to 18-3 and overall, 7-0 in league. Wildcats coach Jeff Johnson says they want to go to Durango Friday and clinch the title.
3: We want to be 8-0. We want to hang a banner. And then hopefully after we hang our banner, we make some noise in the playoffs. But we got, we got worried about Durango. Um, it's going to be hard at their place. Uh, they're playing great basketball right now.
0: Frodo Monument beat the Demons 30-28. The Wildcats' gym earlier in the season. If Frodo wins Friday, it'll be their seventh league title in eight seasons. Central's Christina Manzanera scored 14 in the loss. The Warriors dropped to 11-10 and overall and 2-5 and five in the league. The Wildcat boys clinched the Southwestern League title with their 53-47 double overtime win of the Warriors. Frodo coach Jake Garris says his seniors are the reason why they won the league championship.
3: That's what we were set out to do when we started this year, when we started it in the off season, and our seniors are the biggest part of our, I might start crying, but they're the biggest <laughs> part of us being where we're at. Their leadership, their heart, their effort. For us, it was good that our boys gave that back to them.
0: It's the Wildcats' first league title since the 2019-2020 season. For DeMondis, Daniel Thomas and led all scores with 17, with central pace by Cam Redding and Christian Miller's 12 points apiece is now 19-2 overall. They're 7-1 in league. Both Palisade basketball teams lost to Eagle Valley last in 5 a Western Slope League play. The Bulldog girls lost a close 47-45 game to the Devils with Chloe Simon scoring 17 points. The lost teammate Addie Ritterbush added 16 as the Bulldogs dropped to 6-16 and 1-4 in league. Palisade boys fell to Eagle Valley 69-56 to fall to 9-13 overall. They're 1-4 in league. The Montrose Redhawks basketball team got the sweep of Grand Junction Tuesday night. The Red Hawk girls beat the Tigers 60-27. Brian Moss led all scores with 12 points to the Red Hawks on the boys' side. Grand Junction chipped away with Camo Cho hitting multiple threes. But the Red Hawks second half free throw line shooting was too much for Grand Junction. Montrose went 15-18 at the charity stripe in the second half. Caleb Ferguson led all scores with 16 as Montrose gets a 54-47 to win. The regular season game for Montrose takes place at Durango Friday. Grand Junction plays central to close out the regular season on Friday. And that's a look at
2: what's happening.
0: Brought to you by ComWest, your technology partner. If you need help with cybersecurity, backup and disaster recovery, and PC and server support, give them a call today at ComWest 970 242 8142. All right, coming up, we'll talk a little, a little bit about the Avalanche. They fall to the Tampa Bay Lightning last night. Second time in a week, the Avs have dropped a game to the team they beat for the Cup. So we'll talk about that. Also, uh, I think we'll, we'll bring you some of the uh, the post game from last night's Fruit of Victories over Central with, uh, you, of course, you're out there, Buckeye, talking with Jeff mm-hmm. Johnson and with Jake Aguirre. We'll have that coming up as well. Text or call the show. It's a wine about a Wednesday with and Wine. Something that's on your mind. Maybe, maybe it's the weather today that's grinding your gears. Give us a call or text Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340.
1: They need a wake-up call. Call
2: or text The Jim Davis Show on the Chick-fil-A team line.
0: 970-242-1340. Welcome back. 725. Jim along with the Buckeye boy from the, the Bozart Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. The most trusted name and automobiles. Once again, uh, please, please be careful out there today. Nasty weather. Uh, District fifty-one about two hours behind today, so uh, do keep that in mind. Uh, likewise for Delta County schools. So uh, uh, be prepared to uh, to deal with uh, some some difficult driving today uh, wherever you are here on the western slope. So, a uh, or call us. Something's grinding your gears today. Nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty. Can text us or call us on the Chick Fil A breakfast team phone line. Avalanche lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning for the second time in about a week. They lost five to nothing in Tampa Bay last Thursday. They played at home last night at Ball Arena, falling by the score of four to three in the shootout. They had a two to nothing and a three to two lead. Yeah, they had two leads in the game and could not get the victory last night. Andre Vasilevsky, forty three saves for. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning last night. And so, for Colorado, they were able to uh, get a goal from Nathan McKinnon last night. They also uh, were able to get a goal from Arturi Lekanen and Dennis Malgin, But uh, the Avs turned away by Vasilevsky in the shootout last night. So, after the game, Jared Bednar, some thoughts about uh, the loss, which, really, to be, to be quite honest, you know, in, in regard to what uh, Bednar had to say last night, that... Not not as disappointed as you would think, but the way his team played last night. Yes, they they take a loss, they only get one point. But overall, plays particularly with the start for the Avalanche last night.
1: Yeah, I I like the game. I thought it was in, you know, relatively even played hockey game. Two good teams played. Both teams played hard. Both teams generated some good chances. You know, I I like their start. You know, we get on the board a couple times, we're probably capitalized on a few of our chances. They missed on a few of theirs, and then that kind of changed a little later on in the game. I thought we had some opportunities at 2 nothing to stretch the lead out to 3. We didn't capitalize on them. Vasilevsky makes some saves. We get a couple of power plays in that time frame. We're unable to capitalize. Um, but overall, like, hard-fought hockey game, you know, like to push back after they made it 2-2 again, had some good chances even late in the game, Confer especially that front. You know, pretty good pretty good hockey game against a good team, you know, just where it, like to come up with two points instead of one.
0: Give him a tip of the hat game, right? Hey, you know, we, we had our opportunities. We should have, you know, finished the game off. Didn't give the Lightning credit. They get the 4-3 win in the shootout last night. It was Evan Rodriguez, Nathan McKinnon, Miko Randon couldn't score against Vas- Vasileski last night. I mean, Georgiev played really well in regulation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You we know, had a couple of big saves at the end of the, the third period, but Colorado takes the loss last night, and now it looks like uh, Eric Johnson's going to be out for a while with an injury. Yeah, that's that's not great news, and I'm
2: I'm trying real hard not to overreact to where this team is, kind of, or the way they've been playing since the All-Star break. I know they won, what, six in a row and seven out of eight before they went into the break and coming out there one and three with a shootout loss and an overtime loss. Their only win was at Florida. Trying really hard not to overreact and be like, just get two down on this team because there's still a lot of hockey left. There's still 30 games left. Yeah. This next stretch, though, is going to kind of suck. They got the back-to-back Tampa Bay last night off to Minnesota. Minnesota's rested. They play at St. Louis, then come home to play Edmonton on a back-to-back. Edmonton will be in town first, rested. Right. And then they go to Winnipeg, play the Jets, come back to play the Flames, back-to-back. They have three straight back-to-backs where the team on the second night didn't play the night before. That's that's on the NHL to schedule it that way. That's dumb and I don't understand but I agree with Jared Bednar. I don't understand that that's the best they could come up with. You know, I don't really think that the defending Stanley Cup champions should have the absolute easiest schedule.
0: Absolutely. I but agree. back
2: to back to back? Back-to-backs? I guess
0: that's five backs in there. Yeah, three sure. straight back-to-backs? That's ridiculous. Do- doesn't seem right. I mean, look, remember how they started the season out? Yeah. With a similar situation where it mm-hmm. was they play it at home, and the next night they're playing on the road. And like if
2: they want to play back-to-back back or three out of four, and they're all at home, or it's like Islanders, Rangers, Devils. Right.
0: you're in the same area. Right. That's You're in L.A., fine. you're playing the Kings, you're playing the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sharks. Sharks. Okay.
2: Knights, whatever. But when you Calgary or fly to Winnipeg and come back home, play here, fly to Minnesota. St. Louis, fly home. Those aren't long flights, but those are still flights. You know, and I know they travel in comfort and I they're not making excuses
0: for it, but But you get in late. Like they did a lot. Yeah. Obviously that's why Connor's not yeah. gonna be on. You got in, you know, late last night. They're kind of getting this morning, the shaft here. And and they're going through still going through injury issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oh, no Landiscog's still now Eric Johnson's out, but they're still th- right now third in the division. 28, 19, and five, and so I, I, I see. I tend to be more glass half full guy on this. That I don't like what Julie right with what you're mm-hmm. saying. There's there's no debate there. I'm trying considering I'm trying. considering what's been a challenging schedule, considering all the injuries mm-hmm. for them to be where they are right now with a brand new goaltender. Yeah, can consider I I, I factor all those things in. They're they're in as they're in as good a spot as you, I think you could possibly hope for at this point in time.
2: I agree, and I think that they they're in a much better spot now than they were when the calendar flipped over to 2023. Yep. That six game winning streak helped, right? Because there big, was big a time way. they were fifth in the Central. Like they wouldn't have even made the playoffs with the proverbial if the playoffs started today. At least right now they're in with a game in hand over Minnesota. They have a chance to solidify that lead over them in the division coming up tonight.
0: And and now the question becomes, what do they do at the trade deadline? Do they make a move here of some kind? I almost feel like McFarland's going to do that, right? There's There's going to be a move made by this team.
2: Yeah, I get the feeling there might be something on the horizon. I just... I don't know really what their yeah. flexibility looks like,
0: right? Because I mean, there's there's been talk about Patrick Kane, and I mean, there's you know that's a possibility, and so we'll we'll see what happens, but certainly you get this feeling that they're not going to hold Pat with this lineup, right? I mean, they made the the kind of more minor move to get Matt Nieto to come back, which was a really good move for Colorado, a guy that fits in well for them, mm-hmm. but Josh Manson's still out. As we mentioned, Landy's still out. Now, Eric Johnson's going to be out not just days but weeks in the case of Eric Johnson. And so, I I think they've done a pretty good job weathering the storm considering all the things that they've had to deal with this season with all the injuries that you could not have anticipated having as many injuries as the avalanche have had this season.
2: There's like 10% of their allotted salary still on injured reserve.
0: Yeah. And so once again, it's the old, could they just be, it's not necessarily a big trade deadline move. It's just getting guys a, a back addition by guys you already have that are, that are out right now. So, uh, abs play at Minnesota tonight. And then on the team, we'll have the nuggets Their final game before the all-star break the other night. Of course they got to 40 wins first time mm-hmm. in franchise history. They, they get to 40 wins before the all-star break. You get the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Dallas coming off that uh, wild one. They lost uh, to Minnesota the other night. They now Kyrie Irving, part of this. And so the Nuggets, 40-18, and 18, take on Dallas. They're 31-28. And, 28. and uh, Nuggets back after that three-game road trip. where They went 2-1. and one. And considering what they did at Miami with no Jamal Murray, he was out of that game. They uh, also were without, gosh, who else were there missing in that game? Uh, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon was out with with a rib contusion. Who else were they missing? Uh, Aaron Gordon was out in that game. And so now that they take on a Dallas team that's trying to build some chemistry with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic, Mm -hmm. can they coexist? That's going to be interesting to see. Can those two guys develop together moving forward?
2: I think there's a chance that they could. Because Luca has been doing everything for this team, I mean, he takes almost twenty-three shots per game for this team. His usage percentage is ridiculous for a guy. He's he's been a one-man show for them, and I think that having another guy out there that lets Luca move away from the basketball a little bit instead of always having the ball in his hand. Maybe can free Luka up another scoring threat on that team to maybe, I don't know if he's necessarily going to prevent the double team because they're just two, two completely different players. They're not going to be guarded by the same guy, Kyrie and Luka. But I think giving Luka a little bit more breathing
0: room, at least for now, if it's good Kyrie, then this could work. And Because well, from a scoring standpoint, it's the best offensive backcourt maybe in the NBA. Yeah. With with those two guys playing together, and he there's, does. Take, there's 60
2: points waiting to happen yeah, every night. Between and, the two he,
0: and he, he takes a ton of pressure off Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. If he's the Kyrie Irving, good that, Kyrie. If it's the, the guy that's an upper tier, you know, top ten, you know, player, mm-hmm. yeah, he he makes all the difference in the world for them. Now for the Nuggets tonight, Jamal Murray's questionable still uh, with the knee inflammation, and uh, Reggie Jackson, no, not. Mr. October. (laughs) Must kill the Queen.
1: That was no
0: no, different Reggie Jackson. He's not ready to go yet after the the whole buyout deal with the Charlotte Hornets. So Nuggets are gonna be really thin in the backcourt tonight. And uh, Aaron Gordon's also still questionable with the uh, the rib injury. So Denver shorthanded with it to Miami and one. Can they do it at home tonight? Got good effort from Thomas Bryant, new acquisition off the bench the other night. For me, I you know what. Gordon Black, Blacko played well the other night.
2: Gordon Murray, don't even dress him. It's all got, star. It's all got star. All star break coming up. It's like you know what, we're in a good spot. Give Five
0: him, games up on Memphis in the West. Give them another day to give, heal. Yep. Give more rest.
2: Like, you know what, you guys go do what you're gonna go do to get ready for the second. And
0: half. if you win tonight, it's great. It's yep. like you did at Miami. It's 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 huge. It's a bonus. If you get back home, Joker has another insanely good game. You know, get good production from mm-hmm. from Porter, you know, from MPJ and maybe on both ends of the floor. Yeah, you know, like yeah. kind of a little bit like the other night. Not you know, he wasn't like a thirty point guy the other night, but he came up with some big steals, mm-hmm. hit some big threes for them the other night.
2: But I don't like it, but I get it. The load management. I this was a load management game for
0: me. And when we ca- we keep talking about this with load management, I know I know owners don't want to do this, and they'll, they'll probably never do it. But wouldn't if, if if the season's too long and it's too much of a grind, would the product be better if they shortened the season, to fifty games to sixty games? Maybe make it a sixty-game season. I mean, it that's, might be. I mean, that's that's been brought. Owners don't want to do that. I get that. That's money that. They lose mm-hmm. in in fannies in the seats. I, I get that, but I mean, there. I mean, it's load management has become a real problem because if I'm a fan and I if I, I go tonight and I expect to see Jamal Murray play, mm-hmm. I expect to see Aaron Gordon play. Probably no. not so much as like when LeBron sits it out. When LeBron, right. when those guys have actually legitimate injuries, that's different. Well, when it's, and it's Jamal, hel- Jamal's
2: when- kind of an injury issue.
0: Yeah, when you're a healthy scratch.
2: Healthy scratch is different, I think. And I agree with you there. If Jamal Murray is still dealing with coming back from the ACL, long-term, the owners, the front office, the coaching staff, he's more important to them playing games in May Absolutely. than playing games in February. Absolutely. Now, the Paul George, Kawhi Leonard situation to where they're pretty healthy. They just sent it out because. And they play 30. They're at 35 games played heading into the All Star break. That to me is an issue.
0: That's a huge problem.
2: You know, that. It, the Nuggets have played 58 games. If Nikola Jokic had 50 games played and second night of a back to back, third night. In four, third game in four nights, all on the road, maybe sit the Joker down for you know, maybe plays 18 minutes or whatever. I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Plays,
2: starts, but plays some of the first yeah. half. I'm only but, playing with a day off before and after games. I'm only playing home games. To me, that sort of load management is BS, BS, and taking it way to the extreme.
0: Absolutely, should not be that way. It's okay to to manage a little bit, still mm-hmm. play, and particularly as you get toward the end of the season, if you're not playing for – if your right. playoff spot's solidified. Okay, I get that and I understand that.
2: And with all that being said, I still would be uncomfortable with a league mandate forcing players to play. Right. right? Like January, Valentine's Day. No offense to the league schedule. None of those games
0: really were –
2: necessary for everyone to be right. active and ready to go all 48 last
0: <laughs> time. You're going to have to make a decision at some point for the league. You're going to have to find a way to manage guys that are healthy and aren't playing. That there is expectation you will at least play some. Don't mm-hmm. play the whole game, but you're going to play some. Or you cut the schedule down and you're going to be willing to, to, to feel like it could be a better product because guy more guys are going to play more minutes because you're playing in fewer games and you have to be willing to deal with that they're not gonna do that the other to me you've got to find a way where a healthy player still does play some Mm -hmm. you owe it to you to the fans that come to watch if they're a star player like you said with paul georges and and in that situation those are players that don't play the whole game i get it but you gotta play some At least give the people a a taste. That's what they're coming there to see. Mm -hmm. They're coming there to see you play. right? All right, 741, District 51, Phoenix, uh, girls wrestling coach Chad Dare coming up in a moment. It is time for sound check.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
2: Larry Bird is called Larry Legend. And... For good reason. There's a lot of that. Legends around Larry Bird. One of my favorite stories is Larry Bird being so disrespected at a white guy guarding him. Right. That's one of my favorite Larry Bird stories. Do you know the background of this story?
0: A little bit. It's been a while.
2: Well, as it turns out, former Denver Nugget Bill Hanslick (laughs) is said white guy according to Byron Scott.
4: The story goes that when he played against Denver, they had a guy named Hanslick. You remember Hanslick? No. 6'7, Notre Dame guy, white guy, really good defender, right? Okay, okay. They put him on Larry, and Larry was weighing his ass out. And Larry would run by the bench and tell Doug Moe, who was the coach, get him off me. That's, right disrespectful. Now. No, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Yeah. What's disrespectful? Yeah. He says it's disrespectful for y'all to put a white guy on me. Yeah. Put, put a black he guy, right guy on me. It. <laughs> put a black guy on me. That's why he gives Coop so much. He still says to this day, Coop is the best defender, defender. he's ever played against. Wow. Really? But he was like, you sh- you disrespecting me by putting a white guy on <laughs> I, me. I, I, f- I feel you. But that's Larry, because when I he played you. back in the day, that's all he played against was brothers. That's so he I mean. was like, don't put no white guy on me. That's disrespect. So, what? I so feel when he did though, that, man. he said, I, I had to torch his ass so they understand. <laughs> you ain't going to see him again. <laughs> Get him
0: off me. We're not playing that clip for Bill Hanslick if he comes on again, by the way. He's
4: I kind of want to ask him, though.
0: Yeah. What? So, Bill, what happened there with that, that particular game with Larry Bird? All right, Seven forty three. Chad Deer, the uh, coach of the District 51 Phoenix Girls wrestling team, joins us next on The Jim Davis Show.
4: It's a good show. by the best show around. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado
2: sports leader, the team.
0: Welcome back. Jim along with the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. Most trusted name in automobiles. Montrose schools closed today. Delta County running two hours behind. District 51 schools are two hours behind today, so keep that in mind with all the snow here on the western slope. All right. Tomorrow the uh state wrestling tournament start for the girls and boys and uh, we're going to talk with uh girls coach of uh, the district 51 uh, phoenix uh, chad dare in just a moment he's brought to you by the rick nelson agency and american family insurance for a free comparison call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078 chad dare joins us good morning chad how are you good morning doing well uh how was the trip yesterday because i know we texted back and forth uh, Probably a good thing you left yesterday because it's really bad here in the valley
3: today. Well, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a tough decision because we always want to keep the kids in school, but uh, we'll have uh, we'll have a good little school session today. The trip was good; roads were dry for the most part. Well, and, good. Uh, it was smooth sailing. So,
0: well, good, yeah. Because today I think it uh, the, the trip might be a little uh, a little more treacherous trying to get over there. Uh, now, for your wrestling team uh, here in the valley. Congratulations. You're some of the most wrestlers uh, of anybody as far as uh, the you know the, the boys' programs here in the Valley, the four boys' programs. You qualified 10 wrestlers for state, uh, a couple of regional championships, your daughter Molly at uh, 130, uh, Layla Castro at 191, regional titles for you at the uh, Region 4 Tournament of Battle Mountain. So uh, 10 wrestlers, a couple of region regional champions, and uh, a nice contingent to send over to the state wrestling tournament.
3: Yeah, we we had a good day and uh, we wrestled tough. We it was it was it was a fun day. We wrestled the number one team and the number three team both, and and uh, we came away with the team title there. I think um, it's just a testament to how how hard our girls work. Um, just a little nugget too. We also qualified the most girls out of um, all the girls teams in in the state. So, um, you know, it was, a, it was a good tournament for us.
0: We're talking with Chad Dare. He's the coach of the District 51 Phoenix Girls Wrestling Team. The state wrestling tournament starts uh, in Denver tomorrow. Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about your two regional champions, uh, Molly and, and Layla. Uh, Molly at 130 and then Layla at 190, one of those regional titles. What does the, the bracket look like for your daughter Molly Dare and for Layla Castro in terms of their opening opponents and, and how the bracket looks and their, their pursuit of a state championship?
3: Well, so um, for both of them, I think they got uh, uh, Molly. Molly really got bracketed well, and and if we wrestle well, there's you know there's, the state tournament is is always difficult. So you know there's I, I look at it and I say that there's there's a, a kind of a, a line or a way to get to the to the final, but it's difficult no matter how you cut that that cookie. and, and Layla's a little more difficult. She's She'll she'll get the number one seed probably in the semifinals and and we're gonna have to wrestle there and and, and uh, really stay in good position to win that match. But Layla's tough and gritty and and uh, I think that uh, I think that anything's possible when she steps on the mat.
0: District fifty one Phoenix girls wrestling coach Chad Dare with us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, you have Marissa Martinez quezada at one hundred pounds that the qualified. Uh, Anaya Guajardo uh, Zarda at one fifteen. Talk about those two wrestlers, Chad, and what their path looks like uh, over at the state tournament.
3: Yeah, so Mar- Marissa is a, she's a freshman coming in, and, and uh, um, you know the hundred ten pound weight is a tough weight. Those those kids wrestle hard down there, and and uh, if we if we wrestle the way we we wrestle, we should have a pretty decent tournament with Marissa. You know she's got she's got a couple of tools under her belt that if she um, if she uses and, and gets after it, we will, you know, we'll find some success there. And, and uh, Anaya is just, she's, she's a different wrestler. She wrestles hard and, and uh, she frustrates her opponents. And, again, she has some really dangerous tools. And if she uses them and stays in great position, um, Anaya is going to surprise some people.
0: And then uh, Apple Middleton at 135, and, and you have to be really proud of what she's accomplished. Uh, when signing day came around here a couple of weeks ago, she signed to wrestle for uh, Travis Mercado at Colorado Mesa, but uh, she's in at 135, and then Laurel Hughes at 140. Talk about those two wrestlers a little bit.
3: Yeah, so so Apple's been, she's she's been a fun one, you know, she's, um, this is her second year wrestling, so for her to accomplish what she's accomplished, I think she's I don't know how many wins she has it's it's approaching 40 and she has three losses on the season she's had a great season um, uh, again she's you know she's got a, a difficult uh, probably a really difficult quarterfinal its it can be a, against a girl that um, she faced twice this year and, and she hasn't been able to um, um, quite squeak out that win but it's it's coming and 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 uh, we're we're closing that gap, and we're we're coming up with ways that we can beat that girl, and and I think it's entirely possible. And if she can beat that girl, um, her route to the finals um, actually gets a little bit easier from that point. I think you know. Again, it's it's the state tournament, and first round is sometimes her most difficult match too. So we don't we're not taking anything lightly. We um, we talk to these girls about taking one match at a time, and. And so hopefully we can do that. Laurel has a, uh, a steep uphill first match. She's wrestling Casey Walk from, from uh, North Fork. And, and uh, you know, Casey was in our room her first year, and, and she's, a, she's a very good wrestler. And, and uh, she's going to be a tough one for us to beat. You know, we're going to have to stay fundamentally sound and, and really wrestle hard to, to crack
0: that first match there. Chad Dare, the coach of the District 51 uh, Phoenix Girls wrestling team with us. Uh, running short on time, Chad, but I do want to ask you about Kenya Contreras at 145, uh, Shidley uh, Tazan at 155, uh, Adeline McNeil at 170, and Raya Burke at 235. They also qualified. Uh, quickly, if you can, kind of take us through uh, who they have to open up with.
1: Yeah,
3: so I think Kenya, I, I think all of them that we just named, we're, they're they're all very good wrestlers. They're all going to be point scorers for us, and, and I'm I'm really thrilled to have all of them um, here at the tournament. I think that everybody's got to do a dual match. You know, uh, Adley's got a, a kind of a tough tough draw on the first one. She's wrestling the number one ranked girl in the state, um, but Adley's a great wrestler, and so I'm not counting I'm not counting any of those girls out. You know, Raya Burke has beat several ranked girls this season. Um, Kenya is a good wrestler. Um, i expect her to go deep into the tournament and and shiley is a very good wrestler too she's wrestled with some of the top wrestlers in the state and, and competed well and beat some of the ranked you know top three ranked kids so um if we put great tournaments together it's the same with the whole team if we put a great tournament together with with all of our kids you know we'll we'll see we'll see what happens i think that we can surprise some people and you know, and, and, uh, have a little bit of fun this weekend.
0: Absolutely. Ten wrestlers and, uh, the excitement of wrestling at, uh, Ball Arena, uh, the entire, both the boys and girls state wrestling tournaments at Ball Arena starts tomorrow over in Denver. Hey, Chad, I always appreciate the time you make for us and best of luck to you and your wrestlers starting tomorrow at the state wrestling tournament.
3: Yeah, I appreciate you calling and then giving us a chance to chat about these, uh, these girls, they're they are they have earned what they what they have going
0: right now. No, doubt, Thank and you and, you're, and you keep growing a great program there. Appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Chad Dare, coach of the District Fifty One Phoenix Girls Wrestling Team. All right, good. to See some uh, state champions coming back from that team. This uh, starting tomorrow over in Denver. All right, Jim, along with the Buckeye boy, we'll go around the NFL next hour. We'll also talk uh, with Cody Work. We didn't get a chance to talk with Cody last week. He was on. Radio Rowan Phoenix for the Super Bowl. But we'll get his thoughts about uh, Sean Payton. And uh, we'll have some uh, Broncos conversation with him coming up. But uh, it's a wine about a Wednesday with Talon Wine. Need to complain about something? Text or call us, 970-242-1340.